Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to another episode of the MLS UK show, Stoppage Time. I'm Henry Hewitt. And as always, I'm joined by... Elliot Holman. So, Elliot, we're halfway through the playoffs. Um, now, normally after the first stage, we wouldn't be halfway through the playoffs, but there was that many matches in the first round of the playoffs. We are technically, I think, we've probably passed halfway. Um, before we look forward to the next stage of the playoffs, the conference semis, um, I want to talk about the, uh, the the first stage of the playoffs, this three-game series. Um, there was only three games in the end, wasn't there? They got to the three-game series. What did you make of it? Um... I remember the day that they announced it. Uh, I was in Ikea buying furniture and I thought it was just complicated. It was a lot to get your head around. Um, the The way that they had like the, the, the play-in to get into the playoffs as well, like the wild card, um, was confusing when it was written down. In reality, it hasn't, for me, it hasn't been that bad. It hasn't been a, the disaster that we all thought it was going to be. Um, Ultimately, as someone who just loves watching MLS, it's enabled me to watch more games. Um, when those games are Columbus v Atlanta, uh, two good attacking sides who all season have been trying to outscore each other, uh, it's fantastic. I watched I watched all three of those. I stayed up super late, took in all three of those. Um, when, when it's SKC, St. Louis, I, is it as exciting? I don't. I don't know. Um, but it's luck of the draw, isn't it? Unfortunately, that's, that's the way it goes. But Columbus Atlanta was a fantastic three game series. Yeah. And I thought, uh, Houston and RSL as well, they were nothing really between the teams. Two of the games went to penalties. So that was great. Uh, but yeah, I get what you mean when some of the games, like you think the, I mean, LA winning at Vancouver was only one nil, but after that first leg, uh, and we kind of predicted it in our last episode, previewing the playoffs as a whole with that one is that if LAFC get a big win in the first leg, then it, they're going to win the second one and that's how what happened. But um, yeah, I think for me, going into it, I thought this is a waste of time. I don't get why they've done it. And then seeing the like Andrew Weeby on, on X, Twitter, uh, was uh, was bigging it up and I thought, all oh, right, yeah, you know, like some people have said with the guests we've had on this season that we're on Apple's payroll. Obviously he is on Apple's payroll, so he's going to say mm -hmm. that. Uh, but actually coming out the other side, I'm a bit like you. I'm like, you know what? It wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, I mean, some games were, it, yeah, they were, 
they were over within the two games and that was fine. I did actually think that the, um, you know, the way that St. Louis SKC turned out, that was a two game series because SKC dominated. And you know what? I just think if S- if St. Louis would have had another game, I just feel they ran out of energy. So I think SKC would have won that anyway. There weren't any yeah. games there where I thought, okay, maybe. I mean, Orlando Nashville was quite close as well, but I still think Orlando had enough to then have gone to a third game and won that anyway. So they weren't really any for me um, that, uh, you know, that I was disappointed that a team only had the two chances. But um, yeah, on the whole, I think it is what it is. It's the way that MLS is going. Chances are they'll change it in another few years and it'd be something that we don't like. And we'll be like, bring back the free game series. Uh, but mm-hmm. for now, we'll just, uh, we'll see how it does next year. But I think overall, it's it was better than what I expected, but still... Ask me, do I want either a, a two-legged game or just a one-off game? I'd probably sway towards that and the free uh, free game series. Um, so we did have that. Um, Orlando, obviously, we're going to talk about them in a moment because they did go through. Uh, but did anyone else catch your eye in that the opening stages of the playoffs? Maybe a team that got eliminated. Um, well, I think this is what's interesting about the the teams like SKC. Uh, who just scraped their way in. It's really interesting to me, and I think it backs up what we've been saying throughout the season. The West is the West is not it this year. Um, you know, uh, the fact that SKC can scrape in and then beat the team that finished top is, is crazy. Um, so, uh, yeah, there was, there was teams that surprised me like that. Um, SKC... You know, I don't think San Jose would have gone on to, to do that, to be honest. Um, but SKC, if you think back to the middle of the season, we were talking about them needing a change of coach because, um, well, it was a disaster, to be honest. And it was a disaster last season as well. So um, they've certainly surprised me. Um, Nashville, Nashville maybe disappointed me a little bit. Um, they're yeah, a good side at home. And they're, they've always been a solid side. Like they don't leak goals. They never have leaked goals. Um, but I just felt like Orlando in that second game, Orlando took the lead from a, a pretty dodgy goal and kind of then expected a wave of attack from Nashville. It never really came. They had loads of chances at Exploria, um, but didn't really um, in Nashville. Um, so that did that surprised me um, as well um, on the other end of the scale. Yeah, I mean, the, the Sam Surridge chance in the first leg was probably the chance for Nashville. If they yeah. would have scored that, um, I think, would they have gone 1-0 up in that? Oh, maybe we was yeah. it an equal? Yeah, so, oh yeah, Mukhtar hit the bar, didn't he? It would yeah. have been 1-1. So that would have been a different outcome, um, obviously, but I think that would have then potentially took that to a third game or even Nashville could have then won at home, had the confidence to do that. So that was on a, a knife edge. Um, I think the, the, the Cincy... You know, since in the first leg dominated Red Bulls, second leg Red Bulls did take it quite far. They went one 0 up in the first half, and it went to penalties, and since he won. But even with that, I think if that would have gone back to Cincy for a third game, they would have won. It would have won three or four nil, and it would have been over. So, yeah, there weren't really many games for me. Seattle, Dallas, I probably went the way we expected with the home teams. Uh, you know, winning the games that they did. Um, so yeah, on the whole, I don't think there's any major shocks, probably that St. Louis one, but again, you're playing SKC, it's a derby game, anything can happen. I didn't expect them to lose 4-1 in the first game, but, um, you know, SKC are showing a bit of form 
going into the next stage. So uh, let's look at that next stage then. There's four games. It's the conference semifinals. Um, I'll tell you what, let's start in the East and let's start with Orlando, who are playing Columbus. And uh, this has the makings of a really, really fascinating game, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, Columbus have been my favourite team to watch this season. I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, Really entertaining. Played some fantastic stuff. They've got players like Farsi who didn't even start the first two games, I don't believe. Um, Saw him playing in the third uh, right back against Atlanta and thought, wow, he's he's not even been in the side. Like They've got a really good roster. Um, They play really nice football, one touch, um, always finding space. I, I, I mean... Attacking wise, what a team as well. Like they've almost turned into, you know, LAFC a few years ago where they just had a ridiculous amount. And you're like, how have you got all that on the on the roster? Um, I, I, I really, really rate um, Columbus. So that's really tough. It's a really tough game. Orlando finished above them. Sure. But I think I think this is anyone's. I really do. Um, Columbus, great side. Orlando, just they just know how to win. They just grind it out. Um, they win in different ways that I, I they don't have a particular play style, um, which I kind of like. They just be able to get the job done, however is required, um, and that for me makes makes this a fascinating game because I don't know what way that's going to go. Yeah, um, I mean, I know you'd be watching it anyway, but uh, going off when you uh, your wife Bryony and uh, little Aurelia visited mine the other week to meet Arthur and how fascinated she was by the colours on the TV. I think purple v yellow. I think uh, yeah. if you need to be, you make her be quiet for two hours. I think this is the game for her to watch, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and I, I've got her, you know, trying, I'm trying to get her to support Norwich and Orlando. So purple and yellow is it's the way we're going. Nice. Um, but yeah, in the game it's uh, yeah, it could go both ways. I'm probably going to sway with Orlando um, just because they're at home. I know Orlando's home farm in the, in the main season wasn't great, but I think that win against Nashville has, has turned the corner a little bit. Uh, of course, uh, Cucho Hernandez is away on international duty next week. So I don't know. What maybe a player, by the way, what yeah. a player, honestly, one of my favorite MLS players ever. Like yeah. he's so good to watch. Um, took him a long, long, long time to get his shot on target uh, the other night, which really surprised me. Um, but he, he's a real, real player. He is. Um, and, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing him in the next few years in uh, MLS because I think he can really just like, like Mukhtar has done, he's just grab it, you know, grab it and, and continue, you know, just going higher and higher and higher and eventually we'll win MVP, possibly not this year, but in the future, definitely. Um, but yeah, with him on international duty for Colombia, that could, how's he going to return? Is that going to affect, um, you know, Columbus? Because I think going into these, into the semis, this is a something that we need to think about is the international players. I know for Orlando, the likes of uh, Gillespie is, is playing for Peru. So he's going to come back maybe a bit tired. And there's a few others as well. So, um, you know, this could have a big say in, in how it goes. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that they can all be rested because I think a fully fit, both of these teams fully fit, no issues with tiredness or anything. I think it's good. You know, it's going to be a fascinating game. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, Orlando, you're you, you, in the semifinals, conference semis, you know, the result maybe goes Orlando's way in the other semi. You could be playing Philadelphia at home. I mean, you're getting closer and closer to hosting Stop MLS it. Cup. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. 
Uh, well, let, let's talk about uh, Cincy versus Philadelphia then. That's the second conference semi in the East. Um, Cincy are going to it favourites, I assume. Um, but, uh, I mean, what chances do you rate Philadelphia? Because they've they've got so close the last few years. This year, maybe team, people haven't been looking at them as much because they've finished a bit lower down in the conference. But, I mean, ironically, this could be their year. Well, put it this way. Put Philly in the West, they finished top, right? Yeah. So they're only not being talked about because teams like Cincinnati, who have been incredible, lost only two home games all season, uh, you know, run away with the league. Uh, teams like Orlando grinding out wins away from home as well as some at home. Columbus always on the front foot attacking, playing lovely stuff. That's why no one's talking about Philadelphia. But you put them in the West and they win it. So there's that you know they're still a force to be reckoned with. They'll give Cincy a, a problem. They will. Um, and I'm like you have to back Cincy, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be putting everything on it because these playoff games can go either way. Um, but Philadelphia, rightly the underdogs, but I think I think it's marginal. Yeah, I think it could come down to um, you know the Acosta Gazdag. Uh, battle. I mean, Gazdag's going playing international duty. Uh, so's the likes of uh, Martinez. Uh, so's the likes of Blake. So Philadelphia have a few players that are going to be away for the next uh, ten days, especially, uh, which could impact something. Whereas Acosta's going to have his feet up, resting, ready for it. So um, yeah, I, I do think that I, I think since he'll probably go through, and I think that's going off the home records. Of course, we know that for teams that win a supporter shield, it's very difficult to then progress to get to MLS Cup. But I just think there's something about this Cincy team. The, they've shown, even in the playoffs so far, a dominant victory at home to Red Bulls. Then it comes to going to Red Bull Arena. They grind out a result. They got that draw in the end when it could have easily, Red Bulls could have hung on or it could have they could have hit them on a break and got a second goal. They got that equaliser, won on penalties. They did what they needed to do. And I think this Cincy team has that. So I'm going to say... That it will be uh, as much as I'd love to see, maybe a Helly's Real Derby in the conference final. Uh, I do think it will be Cincy v Orlando, which for you, all, with Orlando's away record being so much better than the home record, mm-hmm. it could work out better. Maybe already got a result at Cincy this year as well. So exactly, yeah. So uh, um, are you? What are you going with? I mean, I know it's it's difficult for you because as an Orlando fan, you don't want to perhaps jinx it. But who's your conference final in the East? Yeah, I'd love I'd love Orlando uh, Cincy. Obviously, um, I I genuinely think it could be uh, Columbus Columbus Cincy. I really do, um, and that'd be tasty, wouldn't it? It would indeed. Uh, I mean, oh, the games are going to be close because Philly could easily go to Cincy and get a result as well or even could go to penalties. So it's so exciting. Um, now we've moved into the West. Uh, to be honest, with all four games, there's not one game where you look at and go, that's going to be easy win for them. They're through. Like you look at Houston and SKC and probably on paper out the, the four matches, the longest odds for the MLS Cup winner to come from this game but if you look at Houston's home record, they've been so good at home all season. They won US Open Cup, so they've already won something. They're going for a double. You wouldn't really write off them or SKC to upset the odds. No, I, you're bang on. I think with Houston, it, we're we're having to 
to relearn, re-educate ourselves on them for the, for maybe the first time since we've been doing this podcast. They're they're one of those teams, um, and there's only a few of them now that haven't really had their moment in the sun because the the beauty of MLS, as we know, is that it it jumbles around every year. Someone's always got the powers, you know, Cincy this season, for example. Um, and so, yeah, we're we're retraining our brains that Houston are a force to be reckoned with. They can get results at home. They can win cup competitions. And I absolutely think they've got every chance here. Well, if it goes to penalties, here's a stat for you. Tim, Tim Millier, SKC goalkeeper, never lost a penalty shootout in seven. Wow. So if it goes to penalties, put your money on SKC. But saying that, please don't. Don't come to me when Houston <laughs> win because he is going to lose one or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, fascinating encounter. SKC, for me, are the team. We've seen it with RSL in recent years that just come from nowhere, get to the latter stages of it. I think personally, this could be one step too far. I think Houston at home could be too strong for them. But, um, you know, I do see a pattern emerging of my predictions being all the home teams, uh, which brings us now to Seattle versus LAFC. Seattle really weren't good at home. They were the ninth best home record in the West in uh, the regular season. So I may have to sway to LAFC in this one, but we do have the best defense record. So it evens itself out. I think this is the toughest one. This is the toughest one to call. Um, I've watched, I've watched both sides this season. Not loads. They're on. I'll just be honest. They're on at stupid o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> yeah. l- literally half past three in the morning. If you want to watch uh, Seattle um, uh, or an LAFC game, and uh, and I'm ashamed to say that I have watched some midweek games when I start work at six a.m. Like it's so, it's so stupid. Um, the games I've watched of LAFC this year. They have been terrible. Now, I'm not saying they've been terrible all season. The ones I've watched, the ones I've seen them in, they haven't played well. The same with Seattle. So I remember Seattle's first game of the season and I, like, I was really impressed with them. And then I watched them again and I was like, it's like a different team. So this is the hardest one to call for me. Um, Seattle's home form's not been good. I, I really think LAFC could, get, could have the upper hand. The thing for me, like Buanga... On international duty, uh, they could really do like a cost of Columbus. They could do with just wrapping him up in cotton wool and not letting him out of the training centre for the next two weeks. Um, but I, I think as she's basically said there, it, it depends what um, what Seattle turn up. Essentially, if it's the Seattle that can pull a result out at home, remember they got two results uh, at home in the the previous stage of the playoffs, so they they know what they're doing. I'd, yeah, I'd, 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 for me, I'm going to go LAFC and that's purely based on the fact I don't want to just go for every home team. Uh, mm-hmm. LAFC are reigning champions. They know what they're doing. They know how to get to the latter stages of competitions. They've proved that. They've had a few finals in the last few years. So I'm going to go LAFC. However, if it turns out that Seattle win, again, this could be a close one. It would not surprise me one bit. Uh, so I'm going to go LAFC. That would then leave, as my opinion, a Houston... LAFC, um, you know, conference final, which uh, would be really be interesting. Yeah, that's a, it's a good point. Um, so I've backed Houston, I've backed LAFC. I haven't thought about that final. Um, it's a really interesting, really interesting dynamic that I don't know. I don't know who I go for there, but same as I said with Cincy and Columbus, great matchup. Yeah, well, uh, we will reconvene before 
those matches, uh, definitely before MLS Cup, so we can make proper predictions on who we think will win the 2023 MLS Cup. Um, now, before we go, we need there's a few more bits of news within MLS that we need to cover. Um, and I am aware this has been a very bite-sized episode of the MLS UK Show Stoppage Time. But now, as we are both fathers, there is only so long out of uh, out of the reach of our child uh, that we can uh, we allowed to be. Um, but before we go, let's discuss. Uh, tell you what, Portland. Portland have changed the head coach. It's someone we know very well. He's from my hometown. It's the great Phil Neville. Um, he has been uh, he's been sticking around MLS, hasn't he? He's been on the Apple TV coverage, so it weren't going to be too long until he um, until he, he came back into the league and he's arrived at Portland. What do you make of this one? What are they doing? <laughs> that, that, that was the tweet. What are they doing? Yeah. It, he, lit, he literally was bottom of the league and he got sacked. I'd, I'm, I'm, no, I'm meant to go into detail here, but I'm just being serious. Like, what are they doing? Like, that it just... What are you doing? It's such yeah. a terrible appointment. Yeah, for me, they're a big club. They're they're an established yeah. MLS club who should be winning MLS Cup. Got got to MLS Cup literally a few years ago. Yeah, Phil Neville's not taking you back there. Yeah, it does seem a bit of a weird. I don't know. They've. For me, they've gone on name, which I don't think is a Portland Timbers way of doing things, to be honest. I don't know. It, it's, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they've gone, right, he was into Miami manager and they've gone, right, Phil, you ain't going to be head coach of Messi. We'll tell you that now. But to make it less awkward or to not have to pay you too much or whatever, we'll make it so you can have another MLS job within the next six months. That, to me, would make sense of why Phil Neville is be has become the Portland Timbers head coach because it's totally against what we know of the Timbers. He hasn't proven anything in MLS. I mean, he did well with the English women's national team, but, I mean, what they've done after that has, has probably made his time in, in charge uh, a bit less, you know, like less uh, respected. I don't know. But, um, yeah, a very strange one. And I, I also thought that... You know, we're not really a podcast that's going to go into too much detail about the other stuff, like the tweets, the historic tweets and stuff like that. But for Portland at the moment, for that that city of soccer, where there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, with the NWSL team, to then bring Phil Neville into the men's team just seemed completely, I don't know, it just didn't seem... Right, it just seemed very weird, a very weird choice. Even down to the way they announced it with him stepping into the stadium as if it was like some dog dirt on his shoe. I don't it was just it was just so so random. But, you know, we could be proved wrong. To be fair on this podcast, we proved wrong a lot of the times with certain teams. We're not really proved wrong with how we feel managers and head coaches will do. Like I remember we said with Rooney probably wouldn't do very well. We said it with Yap Stam years ago with Cincinnati. Yeah. I, I don't see this ending well, to be honest. Uh, and I'd be surprised if Phil Neville, in in 12 months, I'd be surprised if Phil Neville has got them to the playoffs, put it that way. Uh, if he's there in 12 months, I'll be amazed. 
Um, on a more positive note, and uh, I mean, this is, it's so hard for us to say that about Phil Neville because he, he's a, a British guy, he's an English guy in MLS. We want to be rooting for him. You know, he's representing my hometown, Berry in MLS. Like, but I just don't see it working out. But So let's move on to something more positive. Uh, Leo Messi, who is representing MLS in a positive way, has brought a Ballon d'Or to MLS for the first time, um, which I know all the Euro snobs, it would have hurt them so much that uh, the Ballon d'Or winner is now playing in MLS. Um, do you think this was deserved for Messi this season in particular? Um, Messi won the World Cup. Messi's one of my favourite players ever and I'm always going to be biased. Um, Messi won the World Cup with Argentina and he was fantastic in that tournament. Uh, and he came to MLS and not necessarily in the league, but in the, obviously the US Open Cup, he, you know, he arrived and he did his bit. Um, and prior to that, of course, um, he was a fantastic player in Europe. I don't, I don't begrudge Messi being, being a Ballon d'Or winner, um, for the 19th time. Um, I'm team Messi over Ronaldo. So I love that he's got an extra one. Um, and I, uh, it was never going to the Saudi pro league. Let's be honest. Um, I, I'm really, I'm excited for next season with Messi. I'm excited to see what, you know, what's going to go down. I feel like it's a, it's a bit, it's been a bit iffy, um, because of his injury and not playing. So I'm looking forward to next season where he properly makes his mark on the league. Yeah. Like you said, us open cup, uh, leagues cup. He, he certainly did that. MLS, he's not quite done it yet. Um, Maybe with into Miami's position, maybe if they were a bit further up the league, he would have had more of an impact or been given the opportunities of more of an impact. They were never really going to make playoffs, so you know they've they've made it. They're in Concacaf Champions League, so that's all they wanted to do. Um, yeah, I think it's fantastic for the league. It's it's fantastic for Leo Messi. Uh, I personally think that if Haaland played for any other country other than Norway. He probably would have won it, but it was a good opportunity to give Messi his last one, having won the World Cup. Uh, and yeah, I don't, I don't think he'll win another one. So it'll be, I don't know, Mbappe versus Haaland versus Bellingham next year. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, I think it's fantastic for the league. I'm, I'm enjoying watching the Apple TV uh, Messi documentary. You know, flying the wall thing. That's great for the league as well. And I think for him, what really impressed me with Leo Messi and when he got the Ballon d'Or, when he came back to Miami, the first thing he seemed to do was go to the training centre and meet the youth team and his teammates. And I think just for for a country that's trying to embrace soccer, I think for Leo Messi to do that and give those kids that opportunity to not only meet him, but also see a Ballon d'Or trophy, I think that's fantastic. And it's a, it's a it really says a lot about the guy. Like, I don't want to have the Messi-Ronaldo debate, but... Would Ronaldo have done that in Saudi? Mm -hmm. Probably not. So, uh, yeah. So, well done to Leo Messi. Uh, didn't quite go according to plan in his homecoming match, that friendly against NYCFC. He lost 2-1. But, you know, Leo Messi's had more important matches in the last 12 months, hasn't even that one. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> um, right, well, that's it from us uh, for this very short episode of the MLS UK show. Uh, we'll be back to cover the remaining stages of the MLS Cup playoffs. If you've enjoyed the show, then please get on your podcast provider, leave us a rating. But Elliot, there's one rule and one rule only. LA Galaxy style, five stars only. Please. Yes. And that will remain for another 12 months. Um, 
If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe and like the video as well. A massive shout out before we go to our sponsor, Soccer90.com. Remember when you're on there and in the next few months, all the new MLS jerseys for next season will be on there. If you see anything you like, go to the checkout, type in MLS UK in the discount code. You get 20% off too. Uh, right, that's it from us. We are going to uh, enjoy ourselves at Anfield tomorrow night for the Football Content Awards. We're up for Best Podcast International, so uh, wish us luck. Uh, we've won bronze and silver before, so to be honest, Elliot, I'd take another bronze or silver. I'd, I'm just happy to be getting out of the house, to be honest. After our commitment this season with two babies born into the MLS UK <laughs> show family, I, a bronze would be a blooming good achievement, I think. Yeah, I think if we do get anything and we've got to do any sort of a speech, then uh, I am, of course, thanking our wives for giving birth to our children. But I am also thanking Leo Messi because he has kept this podcast going over the last <laughs> four or five months. I'm going to do the cradle celebration. <laughs> right, I'm going to stick the award up my, up my shirt as a bump. Um, what are you going to say then? <laughs> right, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. I've been Henry Hewitt. And I've been Elliot Holman. You can stick your award right up your shirt. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.